record. Hey, Brenna. And the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't <laughs> stop coming. Um, It's been... Yeah. It's... it. Okay. I will, I will, I will start off by saying my tone might not fit the news I'm about to share, but that's because I think I'm in the stage of, um, maybe I'm a little bit manic. (laughs) Maybe I'm, I'm just like, it's just funny at this point. Um, it's like not funny, haha, but funny, like, oh. In a cosmic way? Yeah. In a dark sort of way. Um, so I haven't, I haven't talked about Dash too much on uh the podcast because one dash is a leopard gecko so not crazy vocal like not usually interrupting the episodes yeah and uh also like not really usually fitting the topic of what we're (laughs) talking about yeah not really not really on brand um but i have a leopard gecko i've had since 2017 uh who was uh actually i adopted from uh caitlin's family who hosts um stonehouse podcast stonehouse podcast you should check that out uh uh she's also producing a different podcast thin places radio but uh her uh younger sibling had a leopard gecko um they were gonna be able to care for it anymore and on april 1st she messaged her group chat was like anyone want a leopard gecko and i was like yes um and like since then (laughs) i've had dash (laughs) and um Dash wasn't doing too good this past week, not eating, not pooping, which isn't good. And I don't, like, most commonly, uh, leopard geckos can get, like, impacted if they're on a substrate, um, meaning, like, sand or something. Um, yeah. And I don't have, I I have, uh, Dash on, like, paper towels, so I was thinking maybe, um, ate some of the moss I have in there for the wet hide, uh, brought, brought Dash into the vet, uh, first surprise, uh, Dash is a girl. Thought Dash was a boy. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, Dash didn't really like being handled by me, so I wasn't like taking a gander. And I'll be, I'll be real; it's not very easy to tell. Um, yeah, like I've Google it if you haven't. I mean, just like I mean, but you brought her into the vet before. You think maybe? Well, the vet had called what? had called her her before, but I we hadn't like ever discussed it or corrected it. And honestly, it doesn't really matter too much because no, I mean, I wasn't breeding, and also, uh, she was too fat for either a boy gecko or a girl gecko. Like her weight, um, <laughs> and and that was another thing I found out. She had lost a, a significant bit of weight since May, um, and. Mm. The vet, uh, it was a specific reptile vet, was like, okay, and um, gave her uh, gave her a little treatment to try and clear up, um, and was like, if she doesn't poop in the next 24 hours, um, I'm not here tomorrow. A little, a little gecko enema. Yeah, I was, I was going to skip over the part where my, my gecko got an enema, but yes, my gecko got a mini enema. That's great. Yeah, you don't skip that part. Um, I'm bearing the lead. But, uh, well, it just seems disrespectful after what happened. Well, I'm, like, literally making jokes, so it's okay. Um. But I was giving her warm soaks because their uh, leopard geckos mainly need heat under their stomach to help with their digestion. And like, I was mm-hmm. like, maybe it's like been too cold. So I went out and bought like a mini heat lamp. I used to have one, but um, uh, I was worried about the metal get- getting heated up around uh, her uh, enclosure since she had like a random burn. Yeah. I couldn't figure out how that happened like years ago. Um, I learned a lot yeah. having Dash and 
But yeah. And so I was like, just trying to figure out like what was going on and like taking care of her. Um, and uh, the next day, the, uh, the vet gave me like a, a number for an emergency like reptile vet I could go to if she hadn't pe- pooped in 24 hours. So it was around 2 p.m., still no poop. I'd given her like two warm soaks. And I was like, okay, I have to, I'm going to call. Um, I called and they're like, we're all full up. Uh, give us another call in a couple hours. I was like, okay. Went over to check her and Dash had passed. Um, oh. So I. I, I like called my my cousin into my room because I was like I need to check because I'm overwhelmed right now and it's it's kind of hard to tell um, since she had already been pretty lethargic and you know she has like a, a belly heater so it's kind of tell if she's like hard to tell if she's gone cold and um, yeah but uh, it was it was confirmed my cousin was like yeah no she's she's gone and yeah so. A, a little over a month since my, since Hobbit passed, Dash was like, all right. And I'll be honest, like Dash like tolerated my existence. D- Dash like was not yeah. an affectionate. She was not a big fan. No, she, she, I mean, I was misgendering her for like her entire life. Yeah, so like maybe that was why. Yeah, rude. Um, and she like, uh, you could just tell she was losing a lot of energy and, um, since the vet couldn't find anything like immediately finding six. And I also found out my estimate for how old she was, was a little off. I found out she's probably closer to like, uh, uh 13 to 15. I thought she was like 11 and the average age. She was an old gal. Yeah. Age range for, uh, leopard geckos in captivity is like 15 to 20, um, 10 to 20. Like any, like, cause in the wild, they live up to like eight or eight or six. So in captivity, yeah. depending how well their husbandry is, they can like anywhere beyond 10 is like senior. So. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, and, uh, Caitlin's sister kind of got her as a rescue too, right? Yeah. Like, they're not really sure how old she was when mm-hmm. they got her. So. And, and her health, like she definitely improved, like she, like got really fat when she was with me and she was really happy and good. Yeah. Not that, I mean, they, they were obviously looking to rehome her just because, um, Kayla's sister was like, I can't care for her right now. I need someone else to step in. And that's what I yeah. did. And I learned a lot. Um, and yeah, so she was, she was, with... and you were a very good leper mama. Yeah. And I, <laughs> she didn't get mama. eaten by a cat, which to be fair, and she, yeah. and she never, I was her... afraid Amira was gonna, Oh, there were a couple of times where KK, there, when we were moving, Last year, uh, I had her in her little Tupperware, like, moving container, and KK got it knocked over, and I was, like, sure. I was, like, oh, God, she's going to drop her tail. She's going to drop her tail. Nope. And and <laughs> we scared KK more than she was scared. She was, like, all right, bring it on. But I was, like, no, no, you don't have that sharp of teeth. You cannot win. So it's... It... It's just kind of like, hey, universe, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm I'm good now. I've, I got yeah. it. I got it. I, I mean, I am grateful that she, you know, she was comfortable at least. Like, she was a little, obviously. Little, yeah. But, like, I, when I looked it up. She was a little constipated, but otherwise Yeah. And, and when I looked it up, like, when geckos are getting ready to go, they will, like, stop eating and stop pooping. And it's like. Yeah. It, it was, it, it was funny because she was like a little bloated, but not like as if, like we couldn't really find any obvious signs of impaction. So 
mm-hmm. and even the the vet seemed a little puzzled because she was like, "You don't have anything in the ca- in in her tank," and I was like, "No, not that I can think of." Besides, like, she's been eating a lot of mealworms recently, which technically more variation is better for like the fiber in their system, yeah. but like. She's never had a problem passing those before. So, um, yeah, so I am, cur- I'm currently petless. So, I mean, we went from a, oh. went from a three pet How I mean, I have KK and he's doing yeah. good. He's, he's a little more mischievous recently. Um, I will say, I don't think I mentioned this, but earlier this week, um, he hasn't done this ever to me. He came into my bed. I was like crying the night before, obviously, because I was going through some stuff. Yeah. And he came into my bed that morning and it was like right next to me. He's kind of like uh, chirruped at me and he doesn't really cry for food like Hobbit did. And I was kind of like, oh, I'll get up mm-hmm. in a second, get you food. But instead, he brought his little paws up to me, put him up like by my chest, and then just started purring. And I was like, oh, oh. and he's oh. never done that to me and I just like was like oh, like 7am crying and like petting him trying not to like break the moment as I'm like racking with sobs in my bed but um Aww. yeah so it's it, I would say 2022 has not been my year um I turned you, you know there's like the I'm 27 you know there's like that 27 year curse I didn't know it could like ricochet off like against like I didn't get into yeah. a plane crash but all my pets died <laughs> like um and like my brother like my family keeps making jokes just cuz like at this point it is a little bit funny um yeah and, and humor is a coping mechanism yeah and that's very much how my family is but my brother like both my siblings called me and were like, hey, are you, how are you, are you good? Like, my brother usually doesn't call me and he called me. He's like, hey, are you okay? Also, did you get cursed? Like, have you met, have you met like a warlock recently that you made upset? And I was like, not that I can recall. Um, he's like, are you becoming a warlock? Is this the final stage of your transformation into a powerful wizard? I'm like, maybe. Um. Mm-hmm. but um i am okay i'm i'm doing okay uh thank you to everyone who's provided love um i didn't obviously make an announcement because it's 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 a different sort of grief and a different sort of pet loss yeah um and, yeah and i would say dash had a much longer and happier life um, yes, she, and, I mean, she really did. It's, and I think you really prolonged it. Yeah. And, and you know, not that she was any less impactful to me than, and than Hobbit was. Um, but you know, her health was declining. The timing, and, you yeah. know, she, yeah, she, she lived a, she lived, she lived a good long life. Yeah. She yeah, just picked like was... a dramatic time to go. Like she could have held off for a yeah. couple more months, but she was like, no, 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 no. I think this would be, she wanted the drama. She was like gender reveal. Yeah. And also I'm dead. <laughs> Um, oh. sorry. I'm really sorry for the dark humor. Uh, I will give a content warning just to give folks. I know not everyone deals with uh, this sort of stuff this way. Um, just allow me to do so. Um, uh, did you want to tell them about your dog's cool poop trick? Oh. I don't know. I don't know, how, yeah, to I know honestly. how to segue into the episode. <laughs> 
Honestly, like, I, uh, I I opened up the phone to uh, share that with the group chat, and that's when I saw that um, Dash passed, so I'm like, oh, I'm not going to share my dog's cool poop with the chat right now. I mean, we were all talking about poop, because we were all hoping Dash would poop, so it was totally fair. Yeah, He's so like, I was going to show off my guy's cool poop. The, the group chat was like, come on, Dash, give us a poop, because I was giving updates, and then the next thing I saw was, hey, guys... Uh, Dash died. <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, Brenna. <laughs> like, oh, oh. It's kind of like when our two yeah. our two friends in that chat, like two of them, ended up in the hospital very quickly after each other, and it was like, guys, guys, stop. <laughs> Can you stop? Um. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend saw. I don't. Did you post it somewhere? Because I think she saw it somewhere. She was like, oh my god, is Brenna okay? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I post, I posted it on my Facebook just because. Yeah. It's um, my therapist and I have been having a lot of chats recently, and and she's kind of like, that's why a, a good thing about social media is like you can share that news with folks without having to, you know, like share it over and over and over. Yeah, again. and I did. Yeah. I did want to let um, Caitlin know right away so she could tell uh, her sister. Um, yeah. And. Uh, one thing is when we, I did go to my parents' house and bury Dash. If you guys were wondering, um, he, uh, she, my men, my many gendered leopard gecko, um, got a yeah. little burial, and I did uh, bury her with um, a couple of trinkets that Caitlin's sister had given when uh, I adopted. So, uh, our, <laughs> I would say it was a very interesting leopard gecko. They had two genders and two moms. So yeah, yeah. Two different adoptive mothers. It's okay, but this dog's poop. Yeah, back to dog poop. <laughs> he was pooping like he would. I just see him pooping. Yeah, and you my guys friend's know with me and is actually watching poop. this happen. Yeah, how dogs poop, and he's done, and it's just perfectly in this little like container cylinder pipe sticking out of the ground. It's not like a pipe like water comes out of. It's like you know those things people put around trees. Yeah, that you put around, like, tiny trees, like, those little, like, black, like, ribbed, I, like... I had thought he had found, like, a little pot, like, a little, like, um, you know, the pot, like, plants come in from the nursery and you yeah. repot them with a little black, black plastic pot. Yeah, but he just pooped perfectly in this for no reason. <laughs> it genuinely looks like he's like, oh, perfect size for me. <laughs> right? I'm like, and then I had to, like, you know, reach in there and get <laughs> right? it. It was like, thanks, dude. That was, um... I had to combat my, one of our dogs started peeing on me as I'm in our woods trying to find a whole, a place to bury my gecko. <laughs> I'm like, Rocky, oh, no. can you not? Read the room. Well, I think he just saw a pile of leaves that was kind of by my foot. And he was like, oh, perfect, Brenna. Thank you. And I was this like, my foot is there. I'm looking for. My foot is there, Rocky. And they also didn't, the dogs didn't help us dig at all. Oh. Yeah. Lame. Rude. I'm sorry, let's start the podcast, but I do have one fun fact I want to share before we do. Okay. Um, you know how dog's poop used to be, like, more white when it would dry up? Yeah. Uh, the reason it isn't anymore is because they've significantly reduced the amount of calcium that's in dog's food now. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you for that fun fact, because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that?
this is like gonna be an era of the podcast that people will look back on in like a couple years and be like remember when brenda was just going through that but all they could actually talk about was poop for like i mean poop has been on our minds guys yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a pet, you know how important it is. It, it's the lesson I that. learned through Maureen. She told me when we would walk when we would walk miles. She was like, "Someday, Brenna, all you care about is your animal's poop." And she was right. Yeah, because you kept going. You're like, "Why do you talk about his poop all the time?" I was, I was naive. Yeah, you were. And also, I will say, getting miles to poop was like an endeavor. He stayed a whole oh God, weekend. He purposefully didn't. He'd be like, oh, I know he did it. Walking like an idiot. Because he would stay, He the weekend he stayed at my house, he didn't poop for two days straight until my roommate took him on a walk and finally managed to get the old geezer to, 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 because he was just freaking out the whole time. And I was like, Miles, I yeah, promise you. Of, uh... Oh, it was <sighs> a... Not Dogs. Okay. Um, last episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of poop, this is about to be a poopy episode, because, um, oh, God, I'm, like, really glad, I'm really hoping, I, I'm pretty, you teased this at the end of last episode, we're gonna go straight to ThunderClan, everyone's gonna wake up and be like, hmm, wait a minute, <laughs> where, mm-hmm. where, where, hey, Firestar, which one of your, how many daughters do you have here? One. <laughs> Uh-oh. Why is this a problem? Why does this keep happening? <laughs> also, it has not been that long since it previously happened. It's been less than a year. <laughs> so, yeah, it hasn't been long enough since both of them went missing. Yeah, I'm like, one of them came back after one night. Oh, no, it was a few... I think it was a few days. So Okay, so this can either... Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Uh, I... Here's the thing. I've seen this in true crime cases. If someone has a history of running away, they don't usually start looking even when it is a, a, a more suspicious situation. So, I mean, she did still run away. Like, she wasn't kidnapped or something. But... But the first time she was kidnapped. So, I would say... Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I was thinking about when away. she left Leafpool to got kidnapped. help... Uh, uh, Squirrel Tail and uh, uh, Brambleclaw like meet up. With all those. I totally forgot she was kidnapped. Right. Oh yeah, she was kidnapped. <sighs> Sorry, I forgot about some of your, some of your trauma, Leaf Pool. But you've been disappointing me so much recently. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go for uh, to our Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. You think is she just gonna wow. wake up in a cold sweat, being like, "My sister's making poor choices in men." <gasps> No, actually, she's on Dawn Patrol. And she isn't, like, is she, she's not getting, like, some weird, like, buzzed feeling of, like, ooh, I feel like I'm doing something I shouldn't be. I don't know, no, I mean, last time Leafpool seemed pretty relieved. How did their power? I'm also kind of nervous. How does this work? I don't know. Okay. Nobody knows. Okay. I w- okay. So, Squirrel Flight, I'm going to say she's on the Dawn Patrol with Ashfur, Rain Whisker, and Thornclaw. Because at first it just says Ashfur and Thornclaw, and then instead Rain Whisker is there, and we don't talk about Thornclaw again. So, somebody messed up there, I think. But we'll just Thornclaw say got lost. There. <laughs> we, we find yeah, him. Bye, Thornclaw. Oops, sorry, Thornclaw. I'm sorry, uh, well, you're not a main character. <laughs> right. 
They're checking the Shadow Clan border. Everything's quiet. Uh, so they set back off to camp. And the sun is rising. Which was kind of just about when Leafpool and Crowfeather were leaving. Okay. Right, right, right. Squirrel Flight. Cinderpelt calls her from across the camp and hurries towards oh, her. Oh, right! Right? They had a fight. Hey, I mean, they had like a... Oh, I can't hold it yeah. against her. Good for no. you. Someone needed to do it. And I wish you'd actually gotten a good couple swipes in on her. <laughs> well, she asked Squirrel Flight if she's seen Leafpool this morning. No, she says. We were by the Shadow Clan border. And she barely catches herself adding that Leafpool only goes towards Wind Clan. <laughs> she was always like, like, no, we're by the Shadow Clan border, Cinderpelt. <laughs> God, right. She also knows. Well, Cinderpelt nods and Squirrelflight realizes that she knows. Cinderpelt says she saw Leafpool last night, but doesn't finish the thought. What did you see? Because I'm afraid you saw more than I did, and I saw more than enough. Cinderpelt says when she woke, her nest was cold. She had been out there all night. She's always back before dawn, Squirrelflight blurts out. Squirrelflight, stop! Stop in incriminating yourself! Whoops, Squirrelflight starts to apologize, but Cinderpelt stops her. It's all right, she knows Leafpool has been seeing Crowfeather. She's like, that's like Crowfeather? Squirrelflight didn't know who. Squirrelflight's like, um. Squirrelflight's like, okay, this is the last. I don't care now. This is the last of our problems. I thought she was seeing Mothwing. Crowfeather? Well, Squirrelflight says that can't be true. Crowfeather is in love with Feathertail. (laughs) Girl, she's dead. Also. Yeah, Cinderpelt's like, she's dead, and it is possible to love more than one cat in a lifetime. Squirrelflight's like, oh, that's true. I, like, yes. I very much fell out of out of love. Um, but I thought they would the have to be, died, like, alive. That's different. So. Oh, my God. Squirrelflight, your, like, hadn't... black and white thinking is really showing here. Well, hadn't Squirrelflight noticed how they looked at each other at gatherings? Where did Squirrelflight think Leafpool was going at night? I don't know. Do medicine cat just stuff. stares. Right? <laughs> She's speechless with shock. And she feels guilty. She had been so distracted by her new friendship with Ashfur that she hadn't tried hard enough to find out what was wrong with Leafpool. No, this isn't your fault. <sighs> I know, girl. This is not your fault. It's, uh, it'd be very funny if somehow it was Brambleclaw's fault, but it's not your fault. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> well, Squirrelflight asks if she went to WindClan to be with Crowfeather. Perhaps, Cinderpelt says. Leafpool is a valuable cat for any clan. They would accept her. Uh, Not right now, I don't think. And Cinderpelt explains that she followed Leafpool last night and they quarreled. And they both said things that they shouldn't have. I, I smacked her around. And, 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 uh, Squirrel Flight's like, fair, fair, fair. I should have. Well, maybe she's in ThunderClan territory waiting for her temper to cool. I wish. And Squirrel Flight wonders if Cinderpelt's brisk tone is from anger or disappointment. But when she turns away, she mutters, Star Clan be with her and bring her back safe. And the anguish in her voice reveals how torn up she is over Leafpool's disappearance. Yeah, she's probably disappointed in herself. I mean, she, yeah, yeah, I think it's probably she's 
upset, obviously, but she's probably also mad at herself for how she handled it. Yeah. Well, cats are waking up around them, and it won't be long until they notice that Leafpool is missing. Well, you should tell our dad. I don't know why our dad's always the last <sighs> one to know that someone, like, their daughter's gone. Cinderpelt says she'll go tell Firestar, but Squirrelfight tells her not yet. She'll go out and look for Leafpool. Maybe they can bring her home before any cat notices she's gone. Cinderpelt nods and thanks her. Cinderpelt's down with this plan. It's a bad plan, but I get it. I just... Well, I would say, like, more people. Well, Cinderpelt says it's very important that Squirrelflight finds her. She'll lose so much if she doesn't come back. And Cinderpelt looks away and adds quietly that she doesn't think Leafpool understands how much her clan needs her. Cinderpelt, are you dying? Cinderpelt! Are you dying? Maureen, is Cinderpelt dying? Cinderpelt's not dying. She's great. She's healthy. What was that? She's healthy. She's a healthy cat. Healthy, young, vibrant cat. I swear. But she doesn't have as strong of a connection to Star Clan as Leafpool does, so. I don't care. I like her more right now. Well, yeah, but that maybe that's why she's saying how important she is. <sighs> Making me nervous. Squirrelflight plunges back into the forest, and she goes straight to the Wind Clan border. Leafpool doesn't sulk, so she's like she's not in Thunder Clan territory. Leafpool doesn't sulk, so right. She sniffs the air. If I don't find her at the border, she says out loud, I'll have to go into Wind Clan territory. Just talking to herself. Go to Wind Clan? Why? It's Brambleclaw, isn't it? It's Brambleclaw. Yep. He steps out of the bushes. God, dang, I knew it. He's a bush boy. He's a bush man. Do you have? Do you do anything? Are you and your brother like this? Is the same thing with your brother? Like, do you have a job? Because it seems that all you do is stalk, uh, Squirrel Flight, and are there whenever she's like doing something. Well, he asked why she's going to Wind Clan. They shouldn't stir up trouble. Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? <laughs> Squirrelflight says she isn't looking for trouble. She needs to find Leafpool. Cinderpelt thinks she's gone to Windclan to be with Crowfeather. What? What, she's, ha- she's what too happened to, to the lie. whole? Let's not tell other cats. You literally, you. What? not telling Firestar. Bramble, I power to punish. Girl, I thought. Wait, okay, wait a minute. Wait, Squirrelflight, Squirrelflight. Your your character your characterization hold on to it literally like not so long ago you're like I used to trust this guy I wish I could trust him and now you're just throwing out like she's too she's too like she's frazzled beside herself she cannot lie right now like if Firestar came up to her she'd probably let it out yeah. but she has not looked if it, at it honestly if it had been anyone she probably would have sold them yeah it would have been more fun if it was Sorrel Tail wouldn't it. Yeah, Sor- but Sorrel's like she's like heavily pregnant, pregnant so. so I mean, yeah. What an interesting journey it would have been, but it would be fun. Yeah, but we don't get fun stuff. We just get <laughs> we get some fun stuff. But... <laughs> well, Brambleclaw says, but she's a medicine cat. Squirrelflight glares. I catch up. Tell her something she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, good job, Captain Obvious. Brambleclaw is infuriatingly calm. He says they she's right. They need to go after her. They don't want one star thinking that they're driving their cats away. And Squirrelflight hisses furiously. 
He adds that they also want Leafpool back. She's making a big mistake leaving her clan. Like, priorities, sir? Scrollfly says she's lost her mind. They need to find her before Firestar finds out. I mean, honestly, they're like, uh, Brian McCall's like, yeah, I know, he's not a catch. <laughs> I like how that she's just like, she's nuts. Like, neither of them are like saying, oh, so reasonable that she fell in love with this guy. They're both just like, oh my god, Insane. she's ill. She's sick. Brambleclaw asks if she will come back. They can't force her. Squirrelfight says she has to try. Even if she can't convince her, she needs to know where Leafpool is. Brambleclaw asks if she can sense anything. Because he kind of knows about their sister telepathy. Yeah, I, I don't know why we haven't like used that at all yet. Well, Squirrelflight reaches out for her. And she thinks she picks up a trace of moorland wind. But then it's gone, and she only feels emptiness. That's sad. Brambleclaw says standing here won't solve anything. Let's go. Thanks, useful. He's coming with? Squirrelflight asks. Brambleclaw says if she's going to win clan, she needs someone with her. ThunderClan isn't one star's favorite guest these days. Squirrelflight feels gratitude wash over her. No matter Brambleclaw's private ambitions or his trust of Hawkfrost, she can't think of any other cat she'd want by her side right now. Private ambitions is such a bold way to describe it. Yeah. Like, kind of a weird way to describe it, but I guess. Yeah. They walk in silence. Scorflight <laughs> glances at Brambleclaw and sees nothing but calm sympathy. She realizes that he understands how this feels, because he too had lost his sister to another clan. Squirrelflight asks if he felt like this when Tawny Pelt left, as if nothing could ever be okay again. Brambleclaw says at first he felt so lonely that he couldn't bear it, but he knew he had to respect her decision, and they are still friends, even if she's in a different clan, and Squirrelflight thinks that it isn't exactly the same, because Tawny Pelt wasn't a medicine cat chosen by Star Clan to serve her clanmates. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're apples to oranges, guys. <laughs> They follow the border stream, like, up. They follow. They go up, up the hill. And Squirrelflight smells a stale trace of leaf pool from last night. She crossed here. Brambleclaw agrees. Wind clan it is. They splash through the cold water, and on the other side, there is more of leaf pool scent. And crow feathers. Girl. He must have been waiting for her, Squirrelflight notes. And her last hope vanished. And for the first time, she realizes that she may have lost her sister forever. To him, though? Would you like to hit me with a cat fact? Sure. Small break from the cat fact donation box. Thank you, though, to everyone who has sent in some awesome uh, donations. I've been reading through some of them, and they are pretty cool. Very cool. And I want you to keep it up. Um... But I did stumble across uh, this cat story as I was researching a previous cat fact, and I just I just needed to cover it. Um, it was just so tantalizing just from, like, the outset. Um, I don't know if you guys recall, but a while ago I did Cat Crimes, Cat Laws. There was, like, a whole intro song. I don't know where. I, like, wrote that down somewhere. I don't know where it went. I, like, lifted my drive, <laughs> couldn't find it. Um and I, I'm I'm honestly surprised uh, that I didn't find out about this little guy. 
doing that research. Uh, maybe because he's on the other side of the law. Because today, oh. we're talking about Fred, the undercover kitty. Ooh. And no, this is not an early 2000s kids show that you have vague memories of. Uh, this is a true story. <laughs> um, back in 2005, Fred, a short-haired tabby, uh, had a pretty rough start in life. Um, he oh. and his brother were born earlier that year. And uh, yes, his brother's name uh, was George. And yes, they are named after those twins from that series. Uh, irregardless, uh, come September, uh, Fred and George were rescued from the streets of Brooklyn by the New York Animal uh, Care and Control uh, Group. And Thankfully, not in a moment too soon, because Fred had severe pneumonia and one collapsed lung oh. and another hat, like, partially full of fluid. So, oh. he wasn't doing Poor too guy. hot. Um, he, was, he was only about approximately four months old. Prospects were not looking good. Um, treatment wasn't going too well. But Fred was a fighter, and he found someone who wanted to help him keep fighting. Uh, him and his brother were adopted by Carol Morin who helped nurse Fred back to health and care for George as well. Um, he, Aww. I don't know how true this was, but I did see in one of the sources that he was, you know, possibly going to be euthanized. But uh, she was like, no, 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 let me try. And apparently after a lot of steamy showers and, uh, uh, you know, uh, chest, chest uh, massages, um, he did start recovering. And soon Fred, a uh, full name Fred Wheezy, uh, oh. was chasing her two other cats and two senior dogs around without a care. Oh. It just so happens that other than being an animal lover, uh, Carol Moran, at the time, was the Brooklyn Deputy District Attorney uh, that oversaw animal cruelty cases. Um, so that's oh. how she happened upon Fred and George in the first place. Th those paths were already crossing yeah. because she obviously worked with um, the animal care and control often. Yeah. And in February 2006, uh, her office and the NYPD had a criminal criminal they wanted to catch. Um, and and this criminal uh, is named in the sources I've listed, but I'm going to refrain from naming them for reasons I'll explain later. Um, but this person was suspected of impersonating a veterinarian and acting as one and providing care without, a, oh. without training or a license. Um, Yikes. So uh, here's where Fred comes in. Uh, he was enlisted as part of a sting operation. He and an undercover detective uh, went to this uh, suspect and um, the the under uh, undercover detective was like, oh, this is my cat. He needs to be neutered. Um, Fred actually didn't need to be neutered. Um, and the suspect was like, sure, yep, I can do that. Uh, payment was handed over. And as soon as the money was exchanged, the suspect was arrested because mm. there's proof. Um, the suspect was charged and may have worked, uh, worked on up to 14 animals. Um, one of the charges they did face was injury to animal. Um, but oh. uh, the reason I don't want to name them outright is they did plead guilty. Um, and they're, it, part of their uh, punishment is they are discouraged from working. I, I, they're obviously not allowed to work in veterinary care or nursing care ever again. And part of their eventual sentence was to receive some mental health care. Um, and I don't agree with what they did. And I'm glad they were caught and hope the animals were not too badly hurt and 
okay. Yeah. But I also hope this person got the treatment that they needed. Um, yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't know the full story. Um, I couldn't really find a lot of articles about this person, but I just really hope they're doing better. Um, and that they've, they didn't like go to prison. They were put on probation and getting, uh, like mental care afterwards. So, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming they were just doing something they, they were doing something they shouldn't have been doing and, um, maybe I don't know what their circumstances were. So I just really hope that they are in better circumstances because while they did something bad, um, and animals are injured, I didn't see any charges of like animal cruelty or, you know, uh, anything that involved like animal death. So like not good, but could have been worse. Um, and, uh, so Fred was now a star. Uh, let's get back to the main guy. Yeah. Uh, he was awarded a law enforcement appreciation award. Um, Along with, like, other cops who were, like, getting, like, after, like, being, like, in life or death situations. Um, And the photos are pretty funny. Um, uh, I will have those linked. And the, he also got the Mayor's Alliance Award, which is uh, an award for extraordinary animals. And was also honored as part of a uh, local adopt-a-thon with Mary Tyler Moore and Bernadette Peters were the ones hosting. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) Uh, he, he had started training as a therapy animal. Uh, there were talks of bringing him into classrooms as part of a teaching program. Um, he also had some offers from talent agencies for commercials. Um, but sadly, uh, it was not to be. Uh, in August 2006, uh, at only 15 months old, uh, Fred passed away due to an unfortunate accident. Um, Moran and her husband Aww. were taking out their dogs, um, and Fred and the other cats darted out the door. Um, and while usually if this happened, they were able to get them in the yard or they just went under the deck and they were able to corner them and get them back inside. Um, this time, sadly though, uh, Fred and only Fred ended up getting out into the street and Aww. he was struck and passed away immediately. So there wasn't any pain or anything, but, uh, it, mm-hmm. it was unfortunate and, um, Moran was quoted as saying about Fred that he was a live wire. He was my baby. He was very, very sweet. He was a pain in the neck to his sister. Uh, he <laughs> often chased her off the bed. And that's from an article from the New York Times I will have linked. Um, and uh, knowing how hard she worked uh, uh, for him, I cannot imagine and for her other heartbreak. Animals. Yeah, yeah, her and her family's heartbreak. So, um, so yeah. I, I've, I have nothing but... Um, like kindness towards her because unfortunately accidents do happen and yeah none of the cats were outside cats they just you know that's why you do keep your cats inside that because stuff like that can happen Mm and uh but cats can also be little little rascals i know and but you know even with his short time uh fred made an impact um yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he, he did got good. he he got off the streets, <laughs> saved a couple lives, did some crime fighting, and was like, "All right, yeah. I'm hanging up my 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 cape." So uh, uh, he showed that cats can fight uh, to live and also fight crime. Um, he helped save yeah. local animals and hopefully inspired others to give rescued cats a chance. So, yeah. um, even though his story was short, I do think it is a very sweet story. Um, and mm-hmm. he did end up, uh, helping a lot of cats, uh, in the time he had. So, yeah. And I really like my heart goes out to, um, Miranda and her whole family. 
um, cause it just, you know, didn't get into it too much, but I just can't imagine how heartbroken she was. Um, yeah. and, and the photos of him are, they're, okay. Uh, the photos I found of him are like the kind of held this to the end, but they're like, there. someone online made a, there's findagrave.com. Um, and someone made like a digital, uh, uh, sort of like memorial for him. So Aww. if you go to find a grave, I will have it linked. You can see some of the photos of when he um, was receiving one of his awards. Um, I'll show, I'll send it to you more. It's like, it's, it's very funny because there's a dog there with him and he's just like, don't get this thing away from me. I don't know about this. And <laughs> yeah, this dog is like, mm, I don't think so. You see the one. Oh, yeah. The dog's like, let me smell that. And, and he's just like, no, no, no. No, thank you. That's Miles to Amira. Or no, Miles, sorry. That's Vincent to Amira <laughs> all the time. So, um, yeah. So there is a, a Find a Grave memorial um, where it looks like it was donated and uh, people have left flowers. And, um, That's sweet. Yeah. So that is uh, the undercover Kitty Fred, a crime stopper extraordinaire. Oh. Oh, making making the place a safer safer world for animals. Yeah, w- one vet bust at a time. I, when I was like first, I was like, how how could this have possibly have worked? And then I read the details. And I was like, oh okay, that makes sense. I don't remember. It was like one of the recent cat facts. It was like a suggested Wikipedia article, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta read this." Gotta yeah, check that so, out. So, but I do, I do have some exciting suggestions uh, forthcoming um, that I'm going to be covering in the next couple weeks. But yeah, uh, are we gonna be honeymooning now, or are we still gonna no, be okay we're, in we're, Wing we're Clan, going to Wing Clan territory? Where they're like, hmm, where's yeah. one of like our best warriors? <laughs> Like a guy who legitimately pointed out, he's like, I could have, I, I was helping to be a leader, but like, if you were thinking that, here's the thing, guys, if you have a partner who truly loves you and values you, and I know this is a very specific situation where like, it's <laughs> like, there's no way, but like, they will help you achieve your goals or they will at least not actively take you away from those goals. Well, I mean, he kind of said that as an afterthought. He's like, we gotta go. I mean, I was maybe like... Yeah, but she also said, I'm a medicine cat as a bit of an afterthought. He also said, oh yeah, you're a medicine cat as a bit of an afterthought. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I just... It's fine. It's pretty toxic. You guys know my feelings about this. Brambleclaw says they should probably uh, go straight to the camp and hope one star is in a welcoming mood. Squirrelflight says she will not go home without talking to Leafpool. And she scans the moorland as they go, but it's still a surprise when a patrol jumps out. Honestly, her, like, abandoning to go to WinClan is, like, a a better case scenario than what is actually happening. Right. So it's uh, Webfoot and Weaselfur jump out. And, um, they... The silliest... They, the uh, silly name, brothers. Uh, they stop. Uh, Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight stop and wait for the Wing Clan cats. And there's an apprentice with them that Squirrelflight doesn't Does recognize. Does his name also start with a W? <laughs> it's me, Wumpelpaw. 
Oh, that means so cute. Webfoot's eyes are hostile, and he snarls when he asks what they're doing in Wind Clan. Brambleclaw says they need to speak to One Star. Webfoot asks what Firestar wants this time. Surprisingly, Brambleclaw says not about him, but actually yeah. kind of related. Like, oh, he doesn't know we're here, actually. Interesting. Uh, Brambleclaw says we'll tell One Star. Webfoot snorts. They don't need them to tell them why they're here. They already know. And One Star will probably want to hear what they have to say. What do you know? Because I know you don't know what we know. Or unless you do know what we know? I'm confused. What is happening? Did he declare war and we just missed it? Brambleclaw looks as bewildered as Squirrelflight felt. And she doesn't think that they should be so angry about a cat wanting to join their clan. if Because you know, they're talking about Oh me. my god, they think that he left to join their clan! This is like the parent <laughs> oh, trap, yeah. but stupider. <laughs> this is the parent trap, but instead of the girls switching places, they run away. So they're flanked on either side on the way to camp by the patrol, and the apprentice runs ahead, and one star is waiting for them when they arrive. Ashfoot, his deputy, and a few other warriors stand beside him. They look expectantly at the ThunderClan cats as they descend the hollow. And there is no sign of Leafpool or Crowfeather. Squirrelflight gulps. Surely one star wasn't keeping them under guard. I would. One star steps forward. He presumes Firestar sent them? No. Have they come to explain why ThunderClan has stolen one of their warriors? Oh god, why would you say that to Squirrelflight? She's gonna say something really dumb. What? Squirrel f- fury lights squirrel flight like a flame, and she steps so that she's nose to nose with one star. Nine lives? I don't care. I'll beat you up. Oh my god. How dare you call us thieves? It's Wind Clan who. Brambleclaw slaps his tail across her face, and she glares, Funny. but his eyes signaled a warning. They do that a lot to each other. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, Squirrelflight is a bit of a hothead. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, she flexes her claws, but steps reluctantly back. Brambleclaw dips his head to one star and says they haven't stolen any warriors. <laughs> Has one gone missing? I just made a face. <laughs> <laughs> it's Crowfeather, isn't it? Squirrelflight's heart is pounding hard. One star narrows his eyes, but Ashfoot speaks before he can. Yes, do they know where he is? She sounds desperate, and Squirrelflight remembers that she's Crowfeather's mother. Uh, uh. One star snarls at her to keep quiet, but Ashfoot doesn't flinch. Brambleclaw asks when they last saw him. They may be able to help. Webfoot spits that they don't need ThunderClan help. But one star silences him with a flick of his tail. He says Crowfeather didn't sleep in the warrior den last night. They followed his scent to the ThunderClan border. He hasn't been in there for a couple nights. You guys aren't very good investigators, but also, like, same. (laughs) Same hat. Like, we're the same. Yeah. Well, they followed his scent to the ThunderClan border, and it was mingled with the ThunderClan scent. They must have met there. Wait a moment, Weaselfur says, standing beside one star. 
Weasel for like literally just became a warrior. Sit also, down, like so. how how is why are we surprised? This has happened. This this like this has guys. I get there's probably mm, at least four people, maybe more, in this crowd right now who has done this exact thing. Like maybe not with fight, not with maybe not maybe not with Thunder's Clan, but like you're gonna tell me none of you, none none of you have gone to River Clan. None of you. None of you. I don't think that guy's still alive anymore. Okay, fine. Shadow Clan, like, ooh, who doesn't like a bad boy, bad girl, bad person? Who doesn't love that? I'm just saying, there's there's slim pickings here. Well, Weaselfur asks if they didn't know about Crowfeather, why are they here? Do they know who he met with? <laughs> Squirrelflight nods. There's there's no use hiding the truth. Yeah, now. I mean, like, what's the Squirrelflight point? Squirrelflight says it's her sister. <laughs> it's her sister, Leafpool. She's also gone. They followed her scent trail to the border. Ashfoot gasps. Hey guys, come She's on. She's a medicine cat. We can do this. Two plus three equals five. Squirrelflight says medicine cats have feelings just like any other cat. Defending her sister. Where? Who's the medicine cat here? Uh, Barkface. Barkface, come here. Have you ever felt? You ever felt? (laughs) Come on, Barkface, tell us who. It's like, please don't ever talk to me (laughs) ever again. (laughs) It was was Tallstar. (laughs) One star hisses. She broke the laws of Star Clan. Your guy did too. That Crowfeather must have persuaded her to go. And yeah, so did Crowfeather. So like. There's a lot There's of, a lot um, of wall breaking. I don't know if we have to throw stones right now. We're all in a pretty glass house. Yeah, I don't house. know if we have to, like, slut shame leaf pool. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Guys, we literally helped you build this glass house. I don't know why you're throwing <laughs> stones at it. Well, Brambleclaw shoots her a warning glance before speaking. And he tells One Star that he's making a big mistake if he wants to turn them into enemies. They need to work together to find their missing cats. How? One star asks. He's making an effort to control his anger, and as it fades, he just seems bewildered. If Crowfeather isn't with them, where have they gone? Where could they go? Ashfoot asks in despair. Brambleclaw says they could follow their scent trail, and Ashfoot offers to go, and one star tells her to take another warrior. Squirrelfly says they'll come too. You imagine when he you try object. to you try to go on a romantic getaway and run away from it all, and your mom and your and your 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 mom a, a, your mom's friend, and then your girlfriend's sister and ex come find you, like the, and also like the ex and the sister, uh, the ex and the sister like know you, like kind of were your friends. Yeah. How? terrible i would i would just die yeah if crowfeather's not already dead by the end of this road trip he's gonna die (laughs) or you're gonna get your mom killed bro yeah well ashfoot grabs tornier and the four of them headed to the border where they last scented them and squirrel flight feels more anxious with every step they must find them they're making a huge mistake Ashfoot is the first to pick up the scent trail again and gestures to them to follow. And they follow it across the Wind Clan border and into the hills. Squirrelflight had clung to the faint hope that they were hiding at the edge of the territory. And now she had to admit that they were truly gone. 
-hmm. The lake vanishes behind the moor as the hills grew steeper and the territory bleaker. Squirrelflight feels tired and cold, and she can't imagine how Leafpool found the strength to set out into this hostile country. She thinks that she must have been so desperate. (laughs) (laughs) She was. Yeah. Brambleclaw halts at the top of a rise, and the ground falls away beyond it. He says he can't scent them anymore. The four cats exchange worried glances. Unwilling to give up, they walk along the rise, trying to pick up the scent again. But there's nothing. Squirrelflight launches herself down the slope. Rock splinters are sharp beneath her paws. But there's nothing down there either. No scent of which way her sister and Crowfeather had gone. When she scrambles back up to join the others, Tornier is saying that it's hopeless. They'll never find Thanks, them. Thanks, Tornier. Really love the support. Brambleclaw says they should go back. No, Squirrelflight protested. They can't let them go on like this. Brambleclaw says they could be anywhere. He's right. Ashfoot says, her eyes are dark with pain. There's nothing more that they can do. And Brambleclaw rests his tail gently on Squirrelflight's shoulder. Don't touch me. They can't track them if they don't want to be found. Squirrelflight wants to insist that they can. But deep down, she knows it's not true. Leafpool and Crowfeather are gone. She'll never see her sister again. Squirrelflight turns her head to press her cheek against Brambleclaw, letting his familiar scent comfort her. They had been through so much together, and she's glad that he's here, helping her with this new agony. Oh my god! Girl! Everyone's just in- Oh my god, this is literally- I thought we were getting fun sister times, instead we're having two sisters with their two toxic boyfriends. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got for you today. That's fine. (laughs) I I don't think I could have handled much more. I I honestly didn't want to see any romance. Gross. Nasty. Because all it's going to be is the honeymoon phase ending. Like... I'm like, like the errands don't usually like to fluff things up a bit. So I don't think we're going to get like the, oh, thank you for catching me this uh, bird. We're going to get like things falling apart. Like they're going to like probably like struggle to find somewhere to live, struggle not to die, maybe die. Then one's going to break a leg and then it's going to be like, well, we're on the Oregon Trail. You have dysentery. I have a shotgun. You know what has to happen. We're not going to get this uh, covered wagon over the river if we have this much weight. So, sorry, Timmy. Chick-chick. Yeah, I mean, we do have a whole nother book to get through. Oh, my God. Were you guys, like, having fun reading these? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm being slowly tortured a little bit. I mean, when we read them, we read them a lot faster and not, like, a chapter a week. <sighs> so, I mean... Get rip the band-aid off a little better. (laughs) Well, folks, (laughs) if you want to rip the band-aid off, (laughs) um, actually, folks, uh, I just want to say I hope everyone 
uh, pets are doing well and that everyone yeah. with pets are happy and healthy. And even if you've lost a pet recently, just know I'm right there with you and uh, they love you and you're giving them the best lives that they have. So, yeah. Um, thank you again for all the support we've gotten, um, especially all the support I've gotten. And uh, if you want to reach out, you can do so on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast. Or if you want to uh, email us, you can do so at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Be like, hey, some girls make some terrible, terrible choices. And we get like a, we get some fallout. Um, and it's mostly just like funny, but like not funny. It's not funny. Uh, yeah, well, next time. Because I'm Heart, And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?